What does success even mean? I believe that this is one of the most important things in the world that we've got to figure out because with social media nowadays and news and people surrounding you, you're constantly bombarded with what does success mean? Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up, and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. Today, it is just me, and I wanted to talk about something. Do you guys find it funny that I start every single podcast the exact same way? I just thought I would point that out because as I was recording this episode, which will probably be episode, I don't know, 45 or something like that, I always say the exact same thing. So if you guys have been a longtime listener to this podcast, I'd absolutely love it if you sent me some other words to use. I've listened to a few of my recent podcasts, and you guys, I didn't do this in the beginning, but I have listened to it now because I want to get better at this and I want to do it for you, you guys. This is the reason why I do everything in my business, whether it is coaching, podcasts, retreats, masterminds, all the things. I truly do do this for y'all. And every time I come and do one of these podcasts, I obviously like I say a prayer right beforehand and I'm like, okay, how do I serve these people the best? So how you can serve me the best is by telling me what words I use so often because I have been hearing them. Oh my gosh, you guys, I know that this is totally not where this podcast is supposed to go, but I thought that I would start with this because it is a solo podcast and it is mine. And I want you guys to know how silly I think I am sometimes because I start the podcast the exact same way. So, hey, how is everyone today? No, that just does not seem in alignment, does it? So I want to say, hey, y'all, welcome to today's episode. It is just me. And I wanted to talk to you about what I actually call myself on social media, which is a confidence and success coach. But today, I want to talk about some of the factors that I believe make people successful or critical factors to success. You know, I think I'm very, very blessed to say that I hang around a lot of very successful people. I work with a lot of very successful people. I actually consider myself a pretty successful human being. And I'm going to talk a lot about that today because I actually believe a lot of people are not factoring in what is the most important things to success. So today's episode is all about critical factors to success, how to grow success, and what I believe success is. And I kind of want to start with that one first is like, what does success even mean? Like, I believe that this is one of the most important things in the world that we've got to figure out because with social media nowadays and news and people surrounding you, you're constantly bombarded with 
What does success mean? And I think it's really important for you to know what success means. And I've said this before on the podcast, and I'll probably say it a million times again. What is successful to me could very well not be success to you. And so I do think if you are figuring out how to become successful, you better damn well know for sure what success actually means to you. You know, there's a lot of people that would look at my life and say, I am not successful at all. If I wasn't making $10 million a year and had five kids, my life would not be successful to someone else. But I know for a fact, I can look at someone in a completely different aspect and go, whoo, that's not success to me. So I think the first thing that you have to do when figuring out like, what does success even mean is like, figure out what success means not to the world, not to the general public, not to your neighbor, and not to people on social media. But what does success mean to you? And I, that is so, so important. Like I work with so many people, especially in the beginning, or I'll even talk to someone in a normal everyday conversation. And I'm like, well, what does success mean? You know, back in the day, like success meant, you know, $10,000 a month. Or to some people, that could be nothing. You, you can't look for external validation and you can't look for external factors on what success means to you. I know very, very clearly what success means to me. And that is what I'm striving for. I am not striving for a person on social media. I am not striving for my neighbor. I'm not striving for family members. I know what success means to me, not anyone else. And so I would say to you, that is a critical factor to success, which is know what success actually even means to you. <laughs> so that's number one. The second thing I would say here is what's another factor? Number one, <laughs> well, I should have started this as number one, but you know, knowing what it means is number one. So this is like 1A, all right? We're going to jump in with like 1A here. Success is not determined by where you come from and how fucking smart you are. I want to put that out there because I have noticed time and time and time again that so many people hold themselves back from quote unquote a successful life because they said that they didn't come from a certain area or they're not that smart or they didn't get this degree or they don't live in that neighborhood or they don't have those opportunities. You know, I have come to find out that guess what guys, <laughs> some of the most successful people I've ever met are not that smart. I consider myself a pretty successful human being. And if you guys have followed me on social media, or if you're one of my clients, you know, I have a very hard time with adding and like speaking and analogies and like all sorts of fun things that you would consider me like not that smart. <laughs> I am naturally not that smart. I will tell you, Growing up, I did not have great grades in school. I really honestly didn't. I had really great grades in college because I went to college really late. I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I went to college at 21. I come from Canada. I'm originally born in Canada. I went to uh, college in the United States on a golf scholarship. And when I actually went to college, I was much older than most people in college. You know, most college kids go to school at 18. They party like rock stars for three years in the United States until they turn 21. They party until like 21 and a half. And then the last like year and a half of their life, you know who this is? 
totally my husband. <laughs> I'm going to throw it out there. His last year in life, he was crushing school. The first three years, not so much. But I went to school late. So like when I came in at 21, 22, I was there to actually do really well. But before that, I really wasn't that fantastic in school. I wasn't that smart. I actually remember, I remember, I love this teacher so much, but I, re- I think it was in grade five. Her name is Mrs. Siona. Gosh, I, I, Wish I could connect with her again. She was like by far my favorite teacher at the time. But I remember specifically, she read this book to my parents. And like, I think that that was the time where my parents were like, oh my God, she's not smart. But (laughs) I remember she read this passage to my parents. um, And it was talking about like a hot car on a sunny day or whatever. And one of the things that the teacher then asked me is she said, well, what season is this book taking place. And I was like, well, you didn't say that. And she's like, yeah, but I said it was a hot car. Anyway, grade five, like, I don't even know how old you are in grade five. So like, literally, you guys, that was like 25 years ago. So I can't remember it exactly. But I do remember thinking at that time, that as much as I like this teacher, she just basically called me out and told me that I was stupid. So all that to be said, I was definitely not that smart in school. I was like, the BC girl never failed anything. But like, I really wasn't that smart. But naturally, that did not come easy to me. However, the thing that I believe that I am extremely gifted with is grit. I am so competitive. I am going to claw my way to the top. You guys have probably heard me say this a thousand times, and I'll say it a thousand times again. I am that person who like would rather lose her arm than lose. And it really like my success has not come from the fact that I was gifted a whole bunch of things. My success has not come from the fact that I was naturally smart or I went to like this Ivy League school or people like just gave me everything in my life. My success has come from the fact that I am gritty as fuck and I will do whatever it takes 90% of the time, especially if I care. And I'm also always willing to do really hard things. And I think that that's super, super important. Like, You know, you all know that quote, if you don't, I'm sure it's been written down a thousand times, but like you have to do something 10,000 hours in order to become an expert, right? So if you're doing something over and over and over and over and over, you become more of an expert. Like that's part of success, the willingness to do it over and over and over again until it actually does then become a little bit natural, right? But I think the grittiness is a huge part of it. Like, how bad do you want something? How many obstacles are you willing to, like, go across and come through and, like, have to get around in order to have the success that you want? I think that that's really, really helpful and important. So if you're putting these limitations on yourself by saying you're, like, not so smart or you're not wealthy enough or you didn't go to the right school or you don't have, like, the right upbringing – Quit that bullshit excuse. Like every single person can have grit. I remember after I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro with a children's hospital up in Canada a few years ago. Gosh, it seems like just yesterday, but like sadly, it was so many years ago, pre-pandemic. I always thank God every single day that the pandemic didn't happen before I was able to do that because I don't know if anyone's really ever going to be able to do it again in that in that way. But that's a side note. But once we were done this trip, I remember when we had presented the check 
to the Children's Hospital. We raised over a million dollars for the Children's Hospital. There was 10 of us on this mountain, or gosh, even 12 of us, I think. I can't even remember, to be honest with you, which is really sad. Again, see, I'm not smart. (laughs) But I remember that one of the guys on the trip, he gave every single one of us a book once we were done that trip. And we presented the check. This was a few months after we got back from Kilimanjaro. And he gave every single person the book called Grit by Angela Duckworth. And I had already read it. I absolutely love it. If you've never read the book Grit by Angela Duckworth, you should really try try it out. But the point of it was in this book, she talks all about the fact that like it's not natural talent most of the time. It's the person who's willing to do the hard things in the hard times and figuring out how to get to the finish line or how to have the success. And I truly do believe every single person can apply grit to their lives. And I think that that is a huge, massive key to success. You know, we all really, really, really did well on Kilimanjaro because every single one of us had some form of grit. There was not one person on that mountain that was like by far like a world record holder of like climbing mountains and shit like that. Yeah, a lot of people were, you know, very much in shape and had kind of quote unquote trained for the for the climb. But overall, there was a couple of people there that were definitely, I wouldn't say like, specimens of health, but they gritted it out to the very end. They did hard things. They woke up, they did things over and over again so they could train themselves, prove to themselves that they could have the success of getting to the top of that mountain. So if you are holding yourself back from success by saying that you are not naturally smart or not naturally talented, or you didn't come from the right location or whatever it is, Quit telling yourself that and because it's not true. You can be gritty as fuck. Buy that book, listen to this podcast, hire me, do all the things. All right, the third thing that I would say is you have to always be willing to fail. I think one of the biggest fears that people have in success, thinking about success, wanting something, wanting to accomplish something, whether it's in business, relationship, family, whatever, so many people are afraid to fail. And I've talked about this time and time again on this podcast, and I'll keep talking about it because unless people quit <laughs> quit having a fear of failure, guess what? I'm still probably going to have a job because most people hold them back from success because they're so worried about failing. And I just find it so weird now because you guys, I'll be honest with you, I was totally that person. I remember playing college golf. Like I just said, I started golf very late in life. I went to college at 21. I started playing golf when I was 18 and I was scared to death about failing. Well, here's the thing with golf, guys. Even the best of the best of the best of the best are not going to win very often. You know, some of the best tour players who have been out there for, you know, 20 years have actually never won, which is crazy. Like they have a 0% success rate of actually winning a golf tournament. And yet (laughs) they're still extremely successful, which is kind of crazy, right? Like they're always willing to go out there and get their ass kicked. They're always willing to go out there and finish first or dead last, you know, like they're willing to face their fear. And I think that that's really, really important because I think so many people literally are so afraid to fail that they stop themselves to even know if they can achieve success because they're not even willing to try. You have to be willing to fail. You know, I think I saw a quote one time that said, you know, your goals are not big enough unless you're failing 50 to 80% of the time. Most people are afraid to fail one freaking time. And the most successful people in the world are like, damn, my goal was obviously not big enough if I'm not failing at least 80% of the time, right? 
Like that is a cool stat to remember. I don't know where I got it from. It wasn't my stat, but I remember seeing something that said the your goals are not big enough unless you're failing 60 to 80% of the time. So just know that if you're failing 80% of the time, your goals are fucking awesome. Congrats you, <laughs> right? Um, I had an amazing woman on my podcast one time. She was a former client of mine. Her name was Lisa. You guys can go back and listen to the podcast. It was phenomenal. Uh, I named it how she got divorced, quit her job, and found the happiest life that she ever had or something along those lines. But her name was Lisa and she actually came and spoke inside uh, one of my masterminds. And she brought up like four really cool questions. So she's a marriage and family therapist. She's a licensed therapist. And she was asking uh, the girls in the group about their biggest fears and the biggest failures. And I think oftentimes when we have things stuck in our head, when we have a lot of fears and doubts stuck in our head, they become a lot bigger than they actually are. And so she asked everyone in the group four questions about their biggest fear. And so she asked everyone in the group to pick one of their biggest fears. And she said, what's your biggest fear? And everyone kind of like, luckily, a couple of the girls, since it is a private group, uh, said, you know, this is my biggest fear. And then she said, okay, what is the actual percentage you believe that that fear is actually going to come true? On a percentage scale of zero to 100%, what is the chance that that fear is going to be real? And most of the girls came back from anywhere from like 10 to 20%. So How crazy is that? That your biggest fear, when you actually logically start thinking about it, it's really only a 10 to 20% chance. And most people would have come back from that. I, I, I actually, is so funny. I was thinking about something in my business that I that is a fear of mine at the moment. And when she asked what the percentage was, I was like, well, it's zero because I already have people signed up. And so I was like, oh, my biggest fear coming true is 0% chance. So I think that's a really helpful thing for you to ask yourself, like, what is your biggest fear? And like, what is the chance of that becoming true from a zero to to 100% chance? Most people in my group said about 10 to 20% chance. And then she asked, okay, so what are you willing to do to make that fear not become reality? And most people are like, well, it wouldn't, I would do whatever it took, right? no matter what it is, like it's, I've asked my clients this a thousand times. I'm like, okay, cool. So this happened. You're super pissed off. You're super upset. You want to quit. You're literally so upset. You think you're a failure, all the things. Are you going to quit? And every single person I work with, hence one of the reasons why I freaking love my humans is every single one of them is like, are you fucking kidding me? There's no chance in hell I'm quitting. Like there's no chance in hell I'm quitting. And you guys have heard me say this a thousand times before. Like it literally does not matter. The internet could go away. I could like literally lose everything. I'm chances are I'm not setting up like shutting down shop. Right. So like, I know that I'm always willing to do whatever it takes in order to make it work. Is it going to be easy? Am I going to cry? Do I want to like run away all of the things? Yes, but my biggest fear, the thing that I'm thinking about as a biggest fear will probably never, ever, ever come true because I will figure out how to not make it true. And I want you to put yourself in that story. Like, what is your biggest fear? Are you actually going to not do whatever it takes for that fear to not be 100% a reality. I think that's like really important to think about. And most people don't actually take the time to like write it down or go through these steps. 
So the last question Lisa asked the group was, okay, cool. So are you willing to do whatever it takes? And so now what is the likely outcome that that biggest fear will become a reality? And every single person said, well, no, it won't become, it won't become reality. Like, how interesting is that, you guys? Like, I would totally encourage you to go through this exercise and think about, like, one of your biggest fears and take yourself through it. Like, what is the fear? What is the percentage of it being real? Zero to 100%. Are you willing to do what it takes to change that? And then how likely is that fear going to be a reality? And chances are, if you're listening to this podcast or you're sharing this podcast with someone, chances are the reality is going to be zero. How freaking crazy is that? So your fear of failure is actually not even a reality. Like it's not even real, which is so, so crazy. Like I actually help people in, um, my coaching quite often, I'm like, okay, let's get this craziness out of your head. And you guys, when I say just for everyone else, I mean myself included. Like I literally take my crazy and put it down on paper oftentimes because I'm like, oh shit, it's way worse in my head. All of the stories that I'm making up in my head are 100% like not even true. And some of them are true, but then I'm always going to figure out a way to make it work, right? Like that's the grittiness. Like it doesn't matter how smart I am, I'm going to figure it out. So I think that that's a huge part of success is like, know that 50 or what did I say? 60 to 80% of people are going to fail. So be willing to fail on your way to success. Like that is a huge key. And I think it's super, super important for you to remember that. It's important for me to remember that. And it's important for you to remember that the most successful people in life have literally failed that much. (laughs) They have failed way more than they've ever succeeded. You know, I always think about Tiger Woods. I think back in Tiger Woods' prime, like in the early 90s or early 2000s, late 19, I'm thinking 1997 is like, I think is when it was in his prime. I don't know why I'm thinking that number. I think that that was the first time he like really started kicking ass and taking names. But in the early 2000s, see again, I'm not that smart. (laughs) I I hate numbers. I can't remember shit. Um, But early in the 2000s, he was literally crushing life. And even though he was like the top by a million miles, he was not even coming close to winning, not even like 50% of the shit he entered. I think he was like winning, I think 40% of something that he ever entered. So the best athlete to basically ever walk on the planet in any sport was only winning 40% of the time. So he was failing 60% of the time. Like, Most people aren't thinking about this when they're afraid to like get their ass kicked every once in a while. They're thinking, I'm a failure. No, you're not a failure. Tiger Woods was never in his wildest dreams would that man be called a failure. And he failed 60% of the times that he entered a golf tournament. So there's a stat for you. If you want to write that one down, you guys know I'm a massive fan of sticky notes and screensavers and putting pictures on your wall and taping shit everywhere. I am like literally a mom's worst nightmare. You know, back in like, for all of the people who listen to this, who are like alive and thriving in the 90s and the 2000s, remember when you used to tape shit to your walls and your mom used to be like losing her mind? At least mine did. My mom was such a clean freak, such a decorator. Like there was no chance in hell that I would ever be allowed to tape anything on my wall, which is probably good because now I look back at that thinking like, oh dear God, that would have been horrible. 
for myself personally, because I now am like, my house is very much show home like, but (laughs) I, the way my house is not a show home now, and my mom actually doesn't get an opinion, (laughs) even though she is the most amazing decorator that I have ever met in my life. Um, I do have sticky notes everywhere. I tape shit everywhere. There is a sticky note. There is a reminder. There is some sort of, you know, pink, yellow, blue, purple sticky note with horrible penmanship taped somewhere in my house. You guys know it. If you follow me on social media, you know that to be true. So take a sticky note, tape it somewhere where your mom would probably yell at you, put it on the mirror, put it in. Remember when you used to do lipstick on the mirror? Do the lipstick on the mirror (laughs) that the most successful people in the world fail 60 to 80% of the time. So be willing to fail. That is one of the critical factors to succeeding. I promise you. Another one that is so important that everyone literally just doesn't understand and doesn't value as much as I value it. And I will tell you, it's a massive key, massive, 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 critical, critical, critical factor to my success is finding a network, finding a tribe, being around like-minded people. You guys, I will wear you out forever and ever. Amen. You will probably quit listening to this podcast (laughs) if this doesn't resonate with you because it is so important. It is the whole entire reason why I've created my masterminds and my retreat and the Decided to Return Network. You have got to be around people who make you better, people who hold you accountable, people who can fast track your success. You know, what is that quote? You'll go faster alone, but you'll go further together. That is so key. If you want to have long-term critical success, why the hell are you not connecting with like-minded people? Why the hell are you not connecting with people who have done things that you want to do? Why are you not putting yourself in close proximity with people who are literally like excited for you and want you to go far and want you to be successful and are going to hold you accountable and keep you motivated on all the things. You know, it's so funny. I have a client I work with, a one-on-one client. She's in the health and wellness nutrition industry. And she's always said to her client, she's like, I am literally your accountability and your person to hold you accountable and keep you on track for your fit for your food, basically for your food and your, and your fitness. She's like, gosh, I wish someone could hold me accountable for my mindset and my life. That's, I guess where I stepped in, but it's so true, right? It's like, You don't have to worry when you have people around you that have done the things that you want to do. You don't have to worry when you have people who have already gone before you. Hey, turn left. Right is like fucking very treacherous. Cool. Then I'll turn left and I'll go further. It's so, so important, you guys. Like, do not forget. I, I truly do believe, you know, a lot of people from the pandemic have said that like, at working from home and like offices aren't even going to be a big thing anymore. And like people can just connect online and all the things. I totally agree that people can connect online. And I do agree that like social media is a beautiful thing, especially during the pandemic. And I do believe that like, thank God for Zoom, what we've done 20 years ago during a pandemic, if it weren't for Zoom, right? But I also believe too, that there is such power in human connection. I have literally created my whole entire life based on the power of human connection, based on the power of connecting with another human being, heart to heart, mind to mind, soul to soul, all the things. And 
being around other people who get it, being around other people who make me feel like this high vibration is the thing that's allowed me to succeed. Like I literally feel like a better human being and I can go much further and I'm willing to go much further. I'm willing to use that grit. I'm willing to like figure it out. I know what my success means when I'm around people who are pushing me forward. You guys, it is like, literally, it's the game changer. Like, I remember I was not in a good place, you know, 10, 12 years ago. If you don't know my whole story, you guys can go back and listen to many of the podcasts, but I was not in a great place. But I tell you, the minute I got connected with high vibe humans, the minute I got connected with a tribe of people that I was like, holy shit, they know me, they feel me, they understand me. Like I, I am around these type of people and they are making me flourish. You guys, that's why I became obsessed with hosting masterminds. That's the number one reason why I created the Decided to Return Network. I want to put you in a tribe of people that are just like you, or if they're not like you at this point, but you want to be like them, holy shit, what other better place do you have? Like that is the whole entire reason why I created this. If you want accountability, if you want confidence, if you want clarity, if you want people who have gone before you, that's why I created the network. And like, whether it's my mastermind, whether it's any of my programs, I don't care what you're doing, be around like-minded people. Those are the people that are going to propel you for success. Those are the keys to success, I promise you. Oh my God, it almost sounded like I said sex right there, didn't it? (laughs) But which would be nothing because I say the F word all the time. Uh, I do think that it's super, super important. But the last thing that I want to say in the keys to success here, the critical factors to success, I mean, we all know that motivation is fleeting. I've told you guys this before. I'm not motivated to wake up at four o'clock in the morning all the time, but I do know that my success is dependent on me doing the things that make me a better version of me, that I've been able to keep the promises to myself every single day. I've been able to move forward and have success and be motivated by my end goal, my keys to success, where I want to go is like being super, super consistent. Like that's so important. You guys, consistency is like the name of the game. And last but not least, enjoying it. I think that that is something that so oftentimes is overlooked. You guys, you have to enjoy what you're doing. You can't look to everyone else and think that like what they're doing is so great. You have to know what success means to you and you have to be able to enjoy it. It's not always going to be easy. I've never once said that, nor will I ever. Being gritty sometimes is hard, but overall you do have to enjoy the journey. You have to enjoy the process of it sometimes. You have to enjoy getting your ass kicked. You literally do have to enjoy getting your ass kicked. I think if I've learned anything over the last however many years that I've been doing this is that I now realize that like I'm always going to be successful because I know what it means to me. I'm living in alignment with that. I'm always willing to be gritty. But I think too, like the enjoyment part, if I could go back and tell Christina something, you know, five years ago when she started this coaching, mentoring, you know, connecting mastermind world that she did, I would say enjoy it a lot more. The first three years, I probably did not enjoy it half as much as I enjoy it now because I understand that like I am successful. I'm not having to prove anything to anyone. I know that God is totally in control of this journey, but I also know too that life is so short not to laugh a lot and to enjoy it. Surround yourself with like-minded great people. Invest in yourself. Know that like 
100% like you are going to get your ass kicked, but also enjoy getting your ass kicked. Like I actually don't mind sometimes when I fail now because I understand it's a lesson, right? I understand it's part of it. I understand that like if I stand back up and I'm being consistent and I'm gritty as hell, I will have the success. And so I just think that that's super important to remember. I think most people, you know, you'll look at my social media handle. Well, what the hell is a confidence and success coach? My job is just to hold you accountable to living your most purposeful, profitable, joy-filled life. Because every single person on this planet, I 100% believe it from the bottom of my soul, has a God-given purpose and it is our responsibility to live it out. So I hope that you realize that you too can be successful. Know what success means to you. Be willing to be super, super gritty. Know that you don't have to be uber talented in certain ways. You just have to like work hard sometimes, enjoy the journey, be willing to fail, surround yourself with great people. Remember the power of human connection. You cannot underrate that. It is so, so powerful. I would much rather be surrounded by like-minded people and have great people in my corner than be super, super smart, <laughs> like a hundred million percent. And then, you know, enjoy the journey, guys. Enjoy the journey. Life is way too short not to. Unfortunately, life lately has shown that life is super, super short, and I am not taking one second for granted because I know how short life is, but I also know that at any moment in time, I too can decide it is my turn to live the most purposeful, profitable, God-given purpose life. And I hope you guys do the exact same thing. I hope you enjoyed this. If you do think that there's someone who needs to hear this today, it is motivating to you. Share it with someone who uh, might need to hear it. This is how I get this podcast out. This is why I do this podcast. I always feel better after I do it, but I truly say a prayer before every single podcast in hopes that I can help you decide it is your turn. Are you one of the many people each month that tell me they can't find a tribe of like-minded people who are ready to decide it's their turn? If so, I have the absolute solution for you. It's the Decide It's Your Turn Network, a tribe of like-minded, high-vibe humans who are ready to thrive in life and business. It's a community off social media in its own private app where I come in and teach twice a month live, taking your questions, connecting you with amazing humans from around the globe, all for less than $100 a month. The Decide It's Your Turn Network. You guys check out the show notes, find the link, christinalecure.com forward slash network. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.